0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding forth on old Dan at this time, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. We come down now to our Friday edition, come to the close of another week, and I I, I praise the Lord for for the grace to give out the gospel, the the, uh, equipment and the facilities that he's given us here and the gracious radio stations. And I often tell you folks, if you hear this broadcast, up there in Huntington, West Virginia, or Kalamazoo, Michigan, somewhere over there in Sacramento, California, you call that radio manager, station manager, and tell him you appreciate the old trailblazer. Would you do that? He'd appreciate it. He would, and uh, I know that for sure because I have people call me, and I know how much I appreciate it, and we've been bringing you these studies now uh, for several weeks on the home, and I've often told you that there are 15 minute messages. there's five of them on one CD. I offer them for one dollar per CD plus post just because I think it's necessary and expedient for you to your children and your grandchildren to hear these messages and your neighbors maybe have a house full of kids uh, and get get a, get a set up and, and pass them around. and maybe you'd like to have more than one. And uh, if you do that, we started there in the home. we looked at where the first home were Adam and Eve. We, we saw there where the Lord formed Adam out of the dust and made him a living soul. And then he formed Eve out of the rib of Adam. And uh, they were in the garden there, I think, for a long time. Uh, he set set the rules there. And uh, then Satan come along. You know who Satan is? You know, I have folks think Satan is a, uh, an individual with a red flannel underwear suit on with a long tail and a pitchfork. No, that's not Satan. Satan wears a $1,000 suit and a $400 pair of shoes. But my friend, Satan come along and deceived uh, Eve. Oh, we saw there where she was the weaker vessel. And Satan knew that. He didn't go to Adam, did he? No. But anyhow, we saw that story. And we saw where uh, they were were cast out of the garden. They ran. In fact, they ran when they saw themselves naked. They went down in the bushes and tried to make themselves some covering of leaves. And the Lord came and found them and preached the gospel, took the animals and slay them, slew them, and made them coats of skin. Now, I've had, folks, pictures of Adam and Eve, so-called, with a rough, rough, uh, bare skin coat on. No, no, that's not true. The Lord made them, I think, the most beautiful uh, outfit, clothes, that they'd ever seen anybody had ever seen out of those skin you say well the Lord well the Lord is able to do everything the Lord is able to do more than you and I can even think or imagine my friend but he also preached the gospel to them and told them how that killing those animals and shedding the blood is exactly the way that Christ would come and die on the cross to pay our sin debt he explained he he, he preached that's what preaching is explaining the gospel how that man is a sinner, you don't hear that, do you? you hear that in your church? Does your pastor ever tell you how the Lord saves a sinner except for John in his church shaking his hand? oh my friend i I've mentioned to you once in a while. Ask your pastor yeah uh, if he's if he's a a gentleman, a good man, so to speak, uh tell him say pastor, would you tell us how the Lord saved you? Would you just take a Sunday night service or Wednesday night service, if you still have them, and uh, just tell us how the Lord saved you. We don't know what happened to you. Did you just join the church one day, and and your mama called you to be a preacher, or your pastor called you, or did the Lord awaken you to the fact you're a lost sinner? Just tell us. Take take a message and tell us. The old trailblazer does that. Ever so often, he'll tell us how the Lord awakened him to his lost condition, convicted his heart of sin, Shown him his total depravity and uh, showed him how that Christ died for sinners. Gave him grace to trust the Lord. Would you do that for us, Pastor? I often ask you, when you're conversing with somebody there in a doctor's office or in a waiting room, just ask them, how did the Lord save you? When, When did the Lord save you? And if they tell you, well, I joined the church when I was seven years old, you know that you don't have nothing. That's not salvation, my friend. That's all of Satan. That's Satan's modernism to the nth degree. I talked to a young man the other day whom I hadn't seen in many years, and, and he was telling me he went to a, a big church here in the area, and he said, uh, I, he said I, I believe Jesus. Isn't that all it is to it, just believe in Jesus? I, I didn't know what to say. You know, you just don't know what to say. No, that's not all it is to it. Salvation is the greatest thing that ever happened to an individual. That's the reason I asked you for your pastor to, uh, to tell you what, how the Lord saved you. Now, I, I listen to radio preachers on the radio sometime, and I, here's what I find. I find that they all think somehow or another, most of them, think that they're supposed to expound the scriptures of how, uh, how this happened and that happened and all of those other things, and then they put their two cents worth into why this happened and where Noah's Ark was, it was pointing north and not south, and, and uh, all of those things, and that the Red Sea was only about six inches deep, and all of those things, and they don't ever mention that man is a sinner. The Bible says that man is a sinner. The soul that sinneth, it shall die, and after that, the judgment. Do they, do you, does your preacher ever speak on the judgment, my friend? I find that the thrust of my ministry here as a pastor of this church is to warn sinners to flee from the wrath to come. Did you know that every individual whoever born into this world, your your family, my family, your children, my children, if they never come to know the Lord in the forgiveness of sin, in the redemption of sin, in the being washed in the blood, that they'll they'll go to hell. My friend, does your preacher ever speak of hell? There's far more written in the Bible about hell than there is heaven, my friend. We don't know much about heaven, but we know that hell is a terrible place. And if you're not, and I can tell you this, you can burn all the candles you want to burn. You can say all of the, do all that you want to say, and you're not going to preach anybody out of purgatory. There's no such a thing as purgatory. I told you this, I conducted a funeral in New Orleans one time for a lady, and she'd been raised in a Catholic orphanage, and uh, there was four nuns there at the funeral. They, They knew her from about their age. And in the course of the message, I didn't intend to do it. I just It just dawned upon me, the Lord gives you what to say. And I just mentioned that there's no such a thing as purgatory. And those four nuns got up and walked out of my audience during the middle of the service. My, my friend, I know they were offended. I didn't mean to offend them. But I'm telling you the truth. If I, if I, if I walk down your street at night, you live in a big city small city wherever you live and if i'm riding down the street going home or walking down the street going home and i look and there's fire coming out of one of your windows and i i walk up to your front door and i say hey lady hey lady i'm afraid your house is on fire Uh, are you asleep are you awake i'm afraid your house is on fire is that what i'm supposed to do no no I find a two-by-four or a brick or something and throw it through that window. And I begin to scream, wake up! Wake up! Your house is on fire! Wake up! Will you ever quit thanking me for waking you up? No. Just so it is in the spiritual realm. If I tell you, just come on to my church and shake my hand, walk down the aisle and shake my hand, and I'll baptize you. You think that's salvation? You want to go to? You want to go out into eternity on that, my friend? No. And I'm not going to allow you to do it, my friend. You would rail on me. You would curse me. You would you would do everything in the world when you was cast into that eternal flame. The pastor didn't tell me, but I did. I have told you. I've told my congregation. I told them the other night. I said, I, I, I get tired sometimes trying to convince you of two things. First of all, that there's a hell to shun. I get tired of that. And I get tired of trying to convince you that Christ died for sinners. And you sit here like a bump on a stump with your eyes counting the ceiling tiles in the ceiling. Wake up, friend. Wake up, your house is on fire. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Drag them kids out of them beds and come on, Get outside. Just so I tell you, it's a spiritual thing. Wake up. Wake up. You're in the sleep in the lap of Satan. He has rocked you dodo. He has brought you a, a, a bottle with a nipple on it and sp- spoon-fed you the trash, the error. And that's what the old trailblazers are doing, refuting error, my friend. Don't go to hell. My friend, You want i never seen anybody yet that wants to go to hell. Even if they believe there's a hell, they don't want to go there. But my friend... The Bible says after death comes the judgment. Now, are you going to stand there and be judged? Or are you going to be covered by the blood? You know, the only way to be saved is for the blood, the blood of Christ. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. Oh, precious is that flow. That makes me white as snow, my friend. We're sinners by nature. We come here sinful. We love sin. But my friend, Christ died to pay for our sin. And the Lord has left us his word. How that we should live and how that we should raise our children and how that we should bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And he's given us faithful pastors throughout all the years ministers and teachers who have taught us but you won't have it some of you won't have you say oh crackpot old trailblazer i don't care nothing what he says i don't believe nothing he says but my friend i'm telling you the truth i wouldn't lie to you old trailblazer wouldn't lie to you for nothing no because what good would it do me i'm just coming here giving you all that i have all of the strength all of the blood sweat and tears to get you to come on to the lord to take your place as a sinner in the sight of God, crying for mercy, begging for mercy. You say, well, I won't beg nobody. Well, you'll never be saved. My friend, you have to come to Christ looking for grace, looking. And you know why you won't do that? Because you see no need of it. Your stubborn, rotten, hellish will has never been broken. You're going to have your way or bust a gut now, all I can tell you is go on to hell for your trouble. And then I had a woman call me and rail on me for saying that. But, my friend, if you're not saved, you're going to hell. There's no, no purgatory. You, you can't, can't make me believe that. There's no, no evidence of it. No word in God's word. But, my friend, we've been deceived. Many of our old church religions have been are deceiving folks. They're traditions. Buy a candle and pray Uncle Tom out of purgatory. No, that's not true, my friend. That's a lie, but my friend, the old trailblazer is going to be true to your soul, regardless of whether you like it or not. You can turn the radio off, going outside. The Lord will send the money here. You don't. Did you know the Lord don't owe you anything? He doesn't owe you anything. He don't have to save you. All he got to do for you to go to hell is leave you alone. Just withdraw His fellowship, the the Holy Spirit from you. If He's been dealing with your heart, you just withdraw that and let you go on. Listen. Would you, would you watch maybe, maybe tomorrow, that spirit that's been tugging at your heart will be gone? Lord, don't let it go. Lord, don't leave me. That's what the old triplet is praying for you, for my family. Oh, Lord, don't let them go. But, my friend, they throw off the gospel. They throw it off like an unwanted rag. They don't want it. They want their own way. That's what people, that's why folks are not saved. They want their own way. And my friend, help me with the broadcast if you can. I got to get off the radio now. Time to run out. Got to get on back to the barn, Dan. And we'll be back Monday with another message. You pray for me. Will you do that? And then help me with the broadcast. My mailing address, the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana 70785. And my phone number here, area code 225 664 8658. Help me with the broadcast if you can. Goodbye and God bless you.